Welcome to Liberated Libations. You are here with your hosts, Kayla James and Catherine DeLuke. Cheers. This episode is about friendship. Friendship. And I'm with my friend. So that makes it even better, right? And we're also bringing it full circle because, as you can see if you're seeing us in video, um, we are in a different place that we've been before. Mm -hmm. And this is my place. And this is where our friendship flourished. This is the mojito that we um, talked about in the first episode. So if you haven't listened to the first episode, go back to it. Listen to it. And then um, behind us is the deck where we bonded. So, yeah, pretty cool. I'm glad that it didn't work out on the first episode for us to have mojitos. I know. (laughs) This makes it so much better that we're in the original place, original time, drinking the extra strong mojitos because we had a long day today. Yeah. It was a long day. It was rough. Um, So I started my day telling Kayla I started my day really bad because a bird um, did its thing on my arm. It pooped on her arm, y'all. But, you know, it's good luck when a bird poops on you because it's such a rare thing to happen. It's it's good luck. That's what people say, but... I don't know. Anyways, um, but then I did have a good morning because I got to volunteer um, planting trees on. Yeah, I didn't tell you about that. Planting trees on uh, one of the Detroit neighborhoods. Um, So that was pretty cool. Okay. Did a lot of labor work there, but yeah. Serving the community. Yeah. Catherine is a woman of all trades. And it was a huge group too. There were charter buses. Oh my God. Bringing people from corporate America in <laughs> to help. So I was kind of, that that kind of motivated me to also be like, okay, I'm excited about this. You know, like this is something we're making a change. So yeah, I learned a lot about trees and the efficiency they cause and the home value they provide. Mm-hmm. Like they increase your home value and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So and we're talking about the trees that you plant, not the trees that you smoke, people. So yeah, just, exactly. Just providing a little clarity yes, there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because we are talking about Detroit, so we gotta clarify. Thank you. You gotta let the people know where we are. Cool. So, so friendship. Yeah. What yeah. is what does friendship mean to you? Like, what is the definition of friendship for you? Friendship at this is moment? exclusive. It is an exclusive group. Well, we know I from mean, last episode that well, you are a tough one, my friend. <laughs> well, it has always been exclusive. Everybody can't sit at the table. But I would say in this season of my life, friendship is, um, I am only here for and only wanting to be around the people that feel good to me. That I feel good around, that I feel like I can be my authentic self. When I'm at my worst, I know that these people will not judge me. They will hold me accountable. They'll make sure that, you know, I'm not making bad decisions or question my behavior if I'm doing something out of character or out of pocket. But that's the kind of energy I want to be around people that feel like home. Yeah. That's what I think it means for me. What does it mean for you? 
It means for me somebody that can support me, but at the same time give me real feedback mm-hmm. on what I'm doing. Like I really lean on my friends to do that and then also I don't believe in having friendships that are 100% aligned with every single thought, vision, mm-hmm. faith, whatever um, you want to call it. Like I don't believe in that. Like I just think if you connect with somebody, mm-hmm. you connect it with that person. Yeah. And you it's okay to have different views, thoughts, perspectives, experiences, yeah. whatever you want to call it. So that's what it means to me today is somebody that gives but also receives. Reciprocal. Exactly. Reciprocal, reciprocal friendship. You're not the one that's constantly giving and never getting anything in return. And it's not even to say that you're expecting to get yeah. something from no. someone, but for when I think about a friend, it's the elevation. When I think about our friendship, I can, I know that I can count on you and say, just today, I told you that I didn't want to apply for something. And you're, you were like, I'm going to listen. And if you give me an answer that I don't think is good enough. I'm going to check you. Then I'm going to knock you down. If, yeah. you don't, if you don't give me a good answer as to why you're not going after this thing, then you're about to get checked. So, and yeah. I, I value those yeah. people. It's so necessary to have those people in your circle. And Yeah, because like, think about it. Like if, I, in my opinion, this is yeah. just my opinion. Like if I'm surrounded by yes men, life will be so boring to me because I'm like, okay, I can tell this person anything I want, even if it's fake. Yeah. And they are going to say yes. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to say, I believe you. Like, I don't want a yes man in my life. Like, I don't. In, in any aspect of my life. Like, I want somebody to tell me, like, mm, you know, like, you might want to look at it a different way. Or, like, and you know, I agree with you in this, but I disagree with you in that. Yeah. And also, I forgot a word um, that I think does describe friendship to me is understanding. Mm-hmm. Like having an understanding of life. Life happens. Like, are yeah. you busy? Are you not busy? You know, like our, like, it doesn't mean that if you reject three of my invitations, I'm going to nix you as a friend. Like, no. Yeah. Life happens. Yeah. People get sick. People are busy. People have family affairs. Like, I'm not going to be like, okay, well, she said no to my invitation so therefore i'm not gonna invite her anymore it's a teeter-totter because (laughs) you know if i'm always inviting you and you always say no but you invite me and i'm showing up it's it's the balance of being reciprocal you know what i mean i need you to be available to me and i'll be available to you true so i agree what have you faced any challenges in your friendships? What is something that yeah. really sticks out to you as something that you're like, how did we get to this place? And I feel like girls are are, are different too than men. 
yeah. I've never been a man, so I don't really know. But I just know that women friendships, yeah, girl friendships are different. So I guess I'll start with like origin, like of of friendships. So usually our friendships, uh, I mean, yeah, they can start with like family as like cousins and stuff like that. But like those are family. <laughs> Like at the end of the yeah. day. So uh, for me, like friendships in school, for example, um, I went to a really, really small school, private school in Dominican Republic. And um, you had the sense like, it, like basically it was a different school system. So we went to all the classes the same. So we had the same schedule. We all like, you know, had locker time, then we grabbed our books, we went to class, locker time, grabbed our books, went to class, etc. And the same, like hang out, you would hang out with mm-hmm. out after school to the parties or whatever with those friends. Yes, there will be friends from other schools that probably like they knew or whatever, a cousin or whatever. Um, but it gave, like, now that I reflect on that, it gives you a fake perspective on what a friend is because if you ask me when I was in high school are all these people your friend are all this 52 people in your grade your friends I would say yes I would say Mm. yeah they are my friends I consider them my friends and but with the definition of friendship and they could have been like they were at that time with the definition of friendship that I had at that time they were now as an adult when i like have my own definition of friendship mm-hmm. that we just shared no some of, some of them too. were not you yeah. know others are still my friends till this day yeah. and we keep keep each other like up to date with um big family events and things like that which uh those are the ones that i consider my friends yeah you know like my friendships the other ones they're acquaintances at this point. Like, yeah. I, I just don't know. They don't know about my life. Like, mm-hmm. they know about our the lives through social media. Yeah. That's we were not. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know you went. You lived here, and now you live here. Like, you went here, and now you went here. I see that you got married, whatever. Like, I see that maybe you have a kid or two mm-hmm. or three or whatever. So, yeah, great. And I, you know, but I don't keep in touch with them. Mm-hmm. And they don't keep in touch with me, so interesting was that your experience in no, school it was not well you but are I very also, guarded <laughs> i think also my initial introduction to friendship was my sisters so mm-hmm. the way that we were brought up is that you are your sister's keeper and so that was my yeah. first friend but when i think about you know if, we, if I just do a comparison of high school, because when I, when I think of elementary school and middle school, friendship, it, it, I could even maybe tie it into some of the episode that we just had around trauma. It was kind of yeah. some some of those relationships were a little traumatic. traumatic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I had dramas. I had <laughs> so I, I had quality friendships and I would say I'm I'm a person that has friendship categories and what Mm -hmm. I mean by friendship categories Mm -hmm. is there I don't use the word friend lightly so I have acquaintances I have associates I have colleagues and so I had people that I went to work with and those were you know people I hung out with and we talked about work and then I had you know 
friends that I've grown up with since I was in elementary school or middle school. And I haven't seen those people in years, but I can still connect with them and I can still relate to them and we can kind of catch up on things. But when I think about high school, I think a few things come into play. So I was an athlete in high school. I was a very good athlete in high school. So a lot of my friendships were centered around a team. So basketball or track or some of my friends, majority of my friends came from sports. Yeah. And I had a, I have a core memory mm-hmm. for friendship. There were three girls that I hung out with tough. We went to summer track events together. One of the girls, her father was the summer track coach when I was in middle school, going into high school. Mm-hmm. And so those were my friends. It mm-hmm. was, we were like, you know, the traditional yeah. four group yeah. girl friends. I had a posse like that. And that's the, the one that I referenced to uh-huh. here. Like it, it was just like us, like, and that was honestly like sophomore, junior and senior year in high school, pretty much for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And though those were my friends, I think from middle school, some of, some of it was middle school, freshman year of high school through sophomore year going into junior year and i don't keep in touch with any of those girls anymore we had a huge falling out in high school because i was the skinny girl with no chest that never got any guy's attention and in my sophomore year of high school i got a boyfriend all of them had had boyfriends before but my boyfriend didn't go to my high school. And so mm. I would, on the weekend, I would spend time with him and yeah. I would come back and I would be so excited and I would tell them about it. And then they all decided one day that they weren't going to speak to me. So I came to school un- unknowing anything. Oh I'm like, God. hey, girl, how you doing? How was your weekend? Blah, blah, blah. And they looked me dead in my face and never said anything to me. They ignored me like That's me. I was Casper. Yeah. And so they did that for, That's I don't mean. know, maybe three three days, three or four days. And one of the girls finally told me, well, we decided that we weren't going to talk to you because you've been spending too much time with your boyfriend and you think your boyfriend's more important than we are. And so I'm one of them people, as you know, I don't give a flip. So you don't give a flip. You want to treat me crazy? Y'all are dead to me. So in hindsight, let me pause you there. In hindsight, though, you being you now, Mm -hmm. do you regret regret spending that time with your boy do you feel like you would have been yeah maybe they were a little bit right maybe i should have spent a little bit more time with them or no not at all when i and maybe i haven't done enough retrospect but my boyfriend didn't even go to my school so the only so time you were spending time with them in school which uh, is the majority of your day yeah and week and week so yeah. i didn't see him during the week so it was a selfish move i only part. saw him on the weekend yeah. so like saturday sunday and i don't maybe i've blocked out the memory maybe i turned down a couple football games to go to or whatever but i think retrospect when i think back about it it really that's why I'm so particular about friendship. That's why friendship is so important to me. It's such a core necessary thing that I need. And I'm going to vet you. 
Yeah. I'm going to sit and I'm going to watch how you interact with other people. I'm going to watch what you say. Oh, and maybe probably <laughs> hold you to a higher, <laughs> in the beginning, not providing as much grace yeah. as I would hope yeah. in some of my, you know, former years. Because I'm trying to figure out who you are. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what you're about. Who yeah. your people be. Yeah. What you doing. So let's let's move that into then college. Because, um, you know, co- we went, we went to bomb. both college in the U.S. So, you know, mm-hmm. now I can relate to the experience of, of college and whatnot. So for college for me, it was, um, I'm still to this day really good friends mm-hmm. uh, with, I would say like, one person from college that I was, um, we became, so college for me splits in two because mm-hmm. I went to community college. So it was okay. like community college the first two years. So that was just my brother, mm-hmm. brother and I, my brother and I, cause community college is very transactional. So it's very much like you go, you take your classes, you come back mm-hmm. home because a lot of people have part-time jobs or whatnot. So like, I did community college when I was in high school. Yeah, so yep. you don't really like hang out there a yeah. lot. Um, go, we, my brother home. and I tried because we were new to the U.S. and stuff like that. So we were like, oh, okay, well, like let's meet some people. And we tried and we like stay there. We would do even like uh, homework like in the library or outside the library. It was in Florida, so the weather was nice. Um, but... It was my my experience really started like when I went to University of South Florida in Tampa, um, and I lived on campus, mm-hmm. so that's when I got all my friends and stuff like that. And I really had um, one really really close one, uh, a, a couple others that were like friends mm-hmm. all the way after graduation. Um, but the really close one, like I was even like her bridesmaid. In her, in her wedding. Yeah. Um, so, and she'll probably be minded by wedding. Yeah. Um, so, it was, um, it was good memories. Like, it was, that was, and we still, and that's another one that our friendship with her, like, my friendship with her has evolved. Yes. So, in, in, in a good way. Like, yeah. it has evolved in the sense, like, we understand where we are, like, yeah. In each other's lives and stuff like that. We know that we're ride or dies. When we talk to each other, which might be once every four months, mm-hmm. we talk for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we just give a full download. And right now she has, it's like she mm-hmm. got divorced, got, um, has a boyfriend and has a kid with, with that boyfriend. And I just love it. I I just love that we are yeah. able to continue that relationship like throughout. So what was your experience in college? Because I didn't. So college for me became more of like the realization that because you have bigger classes, yeah. <laughs> multiple classes, the dynamic of like being friends with your classmates wasn't a thing in college um so i became friends with her through actually i was going to i was not in a sorority but i was going to a fraternity party and i knew this other hispanic girl and we interacted going down the steps and she was the girl with the other hispanic girl oh okay so she 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 like she tells me that i think i want to say i might be wrong about this Mm -hmm. she'll correct me but um, I want to say, like, she, she was shocked. Mm-hmm. 
when she when I started speaking Spanish to her friend. Yeah. <laughs> like she was like, what? Like I don't know. And then um, all of a sudden, like we just hung out in the cafeteria. We got yeah. meals together and stuff. And then that, I mean, we we were like this, like twenty four seven. We were texting it because she lived on campus too. Yeah. So we we're like, okay, when you're having dinner, what are you doing? And um, her first marriage ended up being like uh, she married my brother's roommate. Oh wow! Yeah, because my brother and I hung out a lot. Yeah, um, which I'm so grateful about. But uh, so yeah, that th- we we hooked them up, and she ended up marrying him. So totally yeah. different experience. And I would <laughs> say for the first twenty three years of my life, all of my friendships are based around a team mm-hmm. or a group. Wow. So in college, I joined a sorority, Delta Sigma Theta Incorporated. <laughs> and so I, I joined a sorority, and but I would say majority of my friends came from the track team that mm-hmm. I keep in touch with now. Like my friend that came to Detroit to visit me, I was on her podcast, I was in her wedding. We ran track together. She That's cool. and and my friendships the ones that I've had, not even just the ones that I've had for a long period of time, but my friendships are very divine in nature. Mm-hmm. And so what I mean by that is the the girl who was my roommate in college mm-hmm. in my first dorm, she was at my mother's 60th birthday this past weekend. So That's awesome. we have been friends. She Since that time, we've kept in touch. She didn't run track, but she knew how to track people. Yeah. The girl whose wedding that I was in, her godmother was a member of the sorority that I was in. Oh, wow. And I met, she was like, a, essentially like an aunt to me mm-hmm. growing up. But I never met her until I went to college. Oh, wow. So that, the woman that was her godmother, I, I knew her since I was six or seven years yeah. old. We went to the same church. She was great friends with my mother. She passed away from cancer, I don't know, maybe 10 years yeah. ago or so. But... She and she told her, "Hey, look out for Kayla when she goes to college." Mm-hmm. And we ended up being lifelong. Yeah, friends. that's awesome. Um, the other girl, I, I, I we don't talk as often, mm-hmm. but her, my mom worked at Ford Credit. She retired. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've never said where we were, but my mom retired from there uh, thirty years ago, and she made friends with a dealer yeah. there, and her his daughter went to the school that I went to and ran the same track team that I did when I was in school. And we ended up being good friends. So when I say divine, it's so many generational relationships that I maintained in my life. And that's why friendship is like so central to me. It's so so sacred. Mm -hmm. It's such a sacred thing. If I'm calling you my friend, you're sacred to me. Yeah. I would never want any hurt, harm, or danger, yeah. or never wish ill on you. I would, no matter how many mistakes you made, I want to see you succeed and be the best. Yeah. But but college, I think I probably have about four or five friends that I still keep in touch with. Two of those friends were very close. So. Yeah. The one that was at my mother's birthday, we travel together, but we don't talk every day. Mm-hmm. We'll just say, hey, girl, we going to take a trip? You want to go to Vegas? Okay, you want to go to Vegas? Mm-hmm. Okay, how much it costs? Okay, I'm going to send you the money. And then we go. Yeah. And then that's our, like, connection thing. Yeah. 
But, you know, thinking about those divine friendships, what have you ever been like hurt by a friend and y'all are no longer friends anymore? So I think I mentioned in the, I don't know if it was the first or second episode, I don't hold grudge. I am like a no grudge person. <laughs> so I, I want to say that the friendships that have, I don't, I don't think anyone has hurt me, um, honestly. But the friendships that have been for a time, Let's call it like that, like a, like a, season. a, a season. Do you have, have a friendship when they left it hurt? Like, why? Why aren't we friends anymore? Why? How did we get here? And then it maybe wasn't something major that happened, but y'all just don't talk. Not really. That's, girl, I'm the one. I'm giving all the content. No, like, uh, you know, like I just, and, and I guess it's just the way that I analyze them, maybe. Because mm-hmm. um, how I analyze it is, Oh, this was for a season, yeah. you know, or you know what? Or I have friendships that I have changed from categories, like mm. you were saying. Okay. So I have friendships that I have said they were ride or dies mm-hmm. for a season. Yeah. And they have changed categories to, you know, just a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, it's their friend. I hold them dear to my heart. I wish them the best. I try to like you know, uh, not stay in touch, but like check in, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I try to check in. I'm like, Hey, you know, I hope you're doing good. I knew this was happening. Like you shared that this was happening to you. Like, how, how are you doing? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, are they ride or dies? Like probably not. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's, it's been an evolution. Like, I would say it like that. Um, and some of the things have been, um, like, you know, I was, there's a stage of, like, when I started, like, working for mm-hmm. uh, my corporate job that there's a stage that I was single. Like, I was mm-hmm. single. And I had all the time to dedicate to my friends. Mm-hmm. And some friendships were happy with that. Like, mm-hmm. some people were happy with that. And when that when I did move and when that I moved and that seemed to change, Mm -hmm. then, you know, fizzled, you know, it fizzled. It just, it changed categories from like where it was to like where it is now. And, you know, and I, there's no grudge. Like I, I personally don't have any grudge against Mm -hmm. it because I understand like, and to tell you to like, I'm honest. Yes. My priority right now is Casey. Like, it's my boyfriend. Like, so I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, why do they not talk to me or whatever? Because I do believe, and another thing that I miss saying when we were defining friendship, I believe it's two-way street. Oh, yeah. So, like, for me, it is equally as much you putting the time as me putting the time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it is not 50-50, so sometimes it does require, like, a 70 30 or you know whatever it is depending on the depending on the situation that somebody's going through 
Um, so somebody might be going through a tough like health time or a tough like time with like the family mm-hmm. or um, t- tough time with jobs or whatever it is. And, and they might require more of you. And I understand that. Um, but at the end of the day, like it, it is reciprocal. Like if I, I'm not going to like, and I've, I've tried to, to, in the places that I have moved, there has been friendships that started rocket fire, like basically like hanging out 24 seven, like cool, cool, cool. Like we're so cool. We're like buddy buddies and whatever. And it quick, like one, one of the factors changed and it quickly went like, whoop, yeah. well, I guess you're not my friend anymore, yeah. you know? Um, so, and that happens, you know, yeah. like uh, there, there's a saying that, I mean, there's people in your life for a reason, for a season and for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. So I do believe in that. Yeah. Like reason people, I mean, you might befriend somebody when you're going through a tough time because they are the animator. Yeah. <laughs> They're the the go-outers. Yeah. You need them to take you out. You need them to like get and you off the mind or whatever. Friend. They're the drinkers. Yeah. They're going to get you pound up. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody you can't know? be your best friend. So everybody can't play yeah. every role that a friend's supposed to and play. And that's okay. That's like, a thousand that percent okay. Okay. Like, I don't expect... And that's another realization from, from life. Shifting your expectations, yeah. It's like, you shouldn't expect everybody that you interact with to want to be your friend. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't. I would say... I have experienced... I would say that I've experienced... The high school situation that I described, that was painful mm-hmm. because I really felt like those people were my friend. Those were, that, that was my core group. Yeah. And I was then isolated from that group. And I made a conscious decision not to try to get back in with that group and completely separate. Yeah. As an adult, I have only had one friendship that was... Um, painful and it hurt Mm -hmm. because I didn't understand why and I find that to be a common theme that one of the core values of friendship is communication Mm -hmm. my best friend in the whole world I think has provided me with such tools to communicate about how I feel how you have hurt me and Mm -hmm. how to move forward we have done such heavy work where we have caused harm to each other mm-hmm. and we're still able to move forward. Mm-hmm. I think it is the best, no shade to any of my other friends, but it is the best example of what unconditional love yeah. feels like from another yeah. human being that's not your own. A hundred percent. I felt that too with friends. Yeah. And it that's is definitely. so genuine. It is so real the relationship that we have. Yeah. Um, but I had a friend where we were best friends. We met at a like college sleep in mm-hmm. type of event. And every time I came home, we would be with each other. She came to visit me in school and I, I, our lives, our lives changed. And I mm-hmm. think at that point it evolved. She got married. I was still single. I moved away. And so Mm -hmm. I think all of those things put a strain a little bit on our relationship. Yeah. And I was the kind of person 
and I recognized my fault in the friendship that I was the kind of person when I would go home, mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell anybody. I would just post about it. And then if you want to see me, you'll make time. time to see me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've gotten better, y'all. I've gotten better. But then I I just couldn't. I, it was just, it gave me anxiety to yeah. text every single person yeah. and say, hey, we should do this. Because then you're like, oh, did I miss this person? Or are yeah. they going to take it personally? Like, yeah, I guess. And I think we came, me and this particular friend, we got to a place where my lifestyle, in my opinion, was colliding with her Mm -hmm. way of life. She's married. She has children. I'm trying to go to the club and Mm -hmm. be out and be single. And so I I am the kind of person where I show up. You tell me how much it costs to get in. You invite me. Nine times out of ten, I'm going to go. Yeah. Because I didn't have boundaries. So... I'm going to show up anytime someone asks me to go somewhere. And so it would look like I'm planning these events without you and not asking, do you want to participate? Mm. Where really, so-and-so texted me at 6 o'clock and asked me if I wanted to go out at 8, and so I showed up. And so it it gave this perception of, I'm excluding you from my life with you and all your other little friends that that you think are, that they think they're more important than me. And so I think as that, thought process evolved we couldn't recover from that and then we had a we had a traumatic clashing of perspectives yeah and when we had that clashing of perspectives I don't think we were able to recover yeah I I think I tried to provide grace I it may have came off as judgmental my point of view of what I was asking this person to do as I set a boundary yeah um and trying to help figure out how can I support this person Mm -hmm. and not sacrifice my morals yeah or my point of view on something and so because of that it made it I think hard for us to reconcile and it was hard. Mm-hmm. It even almost makes me want to cry just thinking about mm-hmm. it because we were such good friends, but she was navigating a lot that she yeah. wasn't communicating and it, and it was hard. It was hard to let go of that person because I, like I said, friendships are so sacred to me. I hold them mm-hmm. to be, it'll take me seven months. Your birthday could have been in March and I'm not going to give you a gift until November because I want to take notes about all the things that you like. What was that one thing that she said that she wanted oh when we were gosh. in that conversation? Yeah. And maybe I can buy it. See, I'm the worst gift giver. I would have to say that. I have a friend, my one of my uh, best friends. Like, she's an excellent gift giver. Like, she does that. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, oh, my God, I was in the store and I thought about you and I bought you this and I saved it for your birthday or whatever. And I'm like, here I am. Like, when someone's birthday, like, can I send you a gift card? What's the your favorite restaurant? I'll just buy you a meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm I'm not a good gift giver. I'm not. That's I try not, to be That's not my love language of, of gifts. <laughs> I try to be intentional. I don't always succeed. Oh my but God. I try to do my best to do like super intentional gifts. But um I don't know. You know, friendship is such So let me let me let me because I had a thought when yeah. you were talking. So I'm grateful for moves. Moves. And I the reason why I'm grateful for moves is because they've taught me mm-hmm. who are the friends that are gonna stick around for that. Girl, you better say that thing. Because that is another realization. Is that 
when you are not physically seeing somebody, either every weekend or whatnot, the dynamic is different. I don't so know now why it, it takes, made me emotional it when takes, you said that. Yeah, because it takes thought. It's more of, are you in that person's mind? Are they yeah. thinking about you? Do they? Yeah. It's more of like a, it becomes more of like a nature of care mm -hmm. in that friendship mm -hmm. as opposed to a, oh, I'm bored, let's hang out yeah. kind of thing. Um, so I will say that I've had a few realizations with moves of, I think Who it adds is gonna a layer stick of around. complexity to, yeah. to you as a person because your life becomes segmented based on the places that you've lived. Mm -hmm. I have a, a text thread mm -hmm. with three women that I met in Colorado when I lived there. Mm -hmm. And we communicate on a day-to-day -day basis yeah. because, one, the intention is there to keep you inside. And we're, and, and we're not having, like, conversations we are in a text thread. It's, it's essentially no. It's not even me because that's what we do. <laughs> I, it, it is. You know, I feel like such the serious host, but my friend, we're sending devotionals. My friend sends me a devotional okay. <laughs> that's every single day. Or mm -hmm. if something is happening in our life and we need prayer, we send it in this group and we call it the Colorado Freesis. So yeah. Freesis is. Friend sisters. Oh. So we call it, my aunt came up with that term. Yeah. You, this my Frisa, you my Frisa girl, you my Frisa. <laughs> and so it's the, it's the Frisas and, and we communicate every yeah. day, but we're not having conversations about our lives. And every so often we'll talk and we'll catch yeah. up and we'll show up for a major event. But, you know, it's just when I think about those experiences and those people, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be whole, like, when you think about what is a friendship that changed you? Mm -hmm. Do you have a friendship that has changed you? Because I can think. What do you mean by change? I have a friend, and this friend knows who they are because I told them. <laughs> but they have, sh I was the kind of person where we, we do need to align morally. We do kind of need to have the same kind of faith. We need to yeah, have kind of like similar, we need to have some similar thread. Mm -hmm. um, well, <clears throat> there needs to be common, like the basis of friendship is commonality. Of course. There's some sort of commonality there. Like but, if not, you'll be like a random bunch. You know I'm rigid, so there wasn't, <laughs> we're not going too far outside. True, You, you true. know, I'm open to other people's perspective, but you know, you get too far out there, oh I'm going to leave you hanging. So I had a friend that, you know. Her, now her, I'm cautious. I'm like, I better, I better watch out what I say. No, 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 no. But we have, we have different perspectives. We live yeah. in a very different lifestyle. We don't necessarily agree religiously <clears throat> on the same things, but She's a good person. Mm -hmm. At her core, she's such a good person. And when I'm around her, I feel good. Yeah. So then there, and we are challenged sometimes because of the, the foundational yeah. core values that we have aren't the same. So her trying to understand me and me trying to understand her, we clash. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I would consider this person, a, if not one of my best friends, yeah. a very good friend. And it, it changed me. Yeah. It changed me for the better to, to open myself up, to yeah. be more open to 
other perspectives. And I would say having this friendship made me pray and ask for more diverse group of friends, whether it be ethnically, whether it be from they have different point of views. Mm -hmm. I had to ask for that to allow myself to be open to receive a good hearted person that doesn't necessarily view life the same way that I do. Yeah. So I've... I'll kind of shift a little bit your your um, perspective of change because for me there has been changes on how I view friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, so in Dominican Republic, actually, I was um, friends with pretty much all females. Like it was all females. Mm. I was all females. When I came to the U.S., though. I don't know for what reason, it must have been cultural, but I noticed that I was getting more of a initial head start friendship with men. Mm-hmm. They would have been interested, whatever, um, but it was easier mm-hmm. to become friends with men than with women. That's women were segue. very guarded, very much like either they had boyfriends or I, I, I don't know, honestly, but it was very challenging. Mm-hmm. To get into a group of women friends that were already established. So it was like kind of like, okay, we are the group. We're the clique. And there are no incoming. We're the mean girls. And <laughs> we were pink on <laughs> And they weren't mean. It was just like, you know, you would talk to one of them or two of them or the group or whatever. And then you would be like, oh, yeah, let's hang out, whatever. But th- they wouldn't hit, a, mm-hmm. hit you up. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't follow through. They wouldn't follow through. Yeah. Like, I, I would notice, like, the follow through not happening. So... I did notice that more in the U.S. until I got to USF and I met that one friend. Um, and then I had a floor mate, too. I was a, a resident assistant and okay. I had a floor mate that she was Hispanic, too. And we became really, really close throughout, like, the rest of college and even a little bit after. Then our lives kind of, like, took us separate ways. And, you know, I still sometimes So do you feel like the her, dynamics but... of your male friendships are different from your female friendships? Well, no, let, me, let me say that. Now, though... In my different moves, it's been back to the female. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's probably because I have a significant other, which is fine. You know, I, I do feel safer now having female friendships and male friendships just out of the respect and all that kind of stuff. But even like whenever I was single in Greenville, no, it did start with the men first. <laughs> and then it like the women were started opening the doors in that group to being like, okay, well, I guess this person brought you, this guy brought you in the group, so I guess we'll adopt you kind of thing. Hmm. I found that really interesting. I feel like majority of my male friendships probably started where we were attracted to each other or interested into interested in each other but it just and it were really, like nah I don't even know <laughs> if it was like nah I think it just kind of happened it just remained platonic and mm. then from the fact that we never engaged physically or yeah. you know we we may think that each other is good looking or yeah. are good looking but Outside of that, it never grew into anything. Yeah. And, and they made themselves available to be a good male friend. Like if something was to go down or something was to happen, I'd be like, yo, bro, this is this is what's mm-hmm. happening. And I probably have, I think, and my, I would say mostly my friends are female, mm-hmm. but I have probably 
four or five mm-hmm. good male friends. Yeah. What we call, we check up on each other, we ask each other how we're doing, we talk about our relationships, we talk about life, we send each other memes all the time. Like, Even though they have, do they have significant others? So one of my really good friends, he's married, he have a baby, I'm, I met his wife, we have mm-hmm. really good relationship. I mean, and and I think that I think the thing is respect. I respect his wife a hundred and ten percent. I would never do anything to make her question my motive or position with him as my friend. And even when we go and meet up, like we've met up at a bar, me and him, and it's just Mm -hmm. me and him, and we we conversate or whatever. But I always make it a point to make sure that whenever me and him are hanging out, before I leave that town or wherever it is Mm -hmm. that they live. I spend time with their significant yeah. other so that her and I establish a relationship. Right. And I think that's just a personal thing for I me. Agree. Everybody doesn't do that. But he's married. And then I have a friend who had had a wife. He's divorced now. We, we're childhood friends. Mm-hmm. He, he's basically like my brother. Yeah. Um. So I, for me, I have never had an issue with the female, or at least not to my knowledge, having a problem. And there may have been a problem at one point, but I think once you meet them yeah. and have the conversation, it's not an issue. Yeah. Whereas I, for me, on the flip, my male, my my significant other has had an issue with the mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. and they're leery or weary. But I feel like that, that, and I was going to say that's factors outside of what you can do because oh, yeah. that, that is even like you or the, your friend's mm-hmm. significant other that has to do with their relationship yeah. Yeah. at that point. Like that, I don't feel like has to do with anything about you that has to probably do about like their confidence or security and their communication about mm-hmm. what you mean to that person oh, in yeah. that relationship so yeah i um absolutely kind of like agree with that and i'm i'm gosh i'm so secure about that too like i wouldn't mind as long as i get a heads up like yeah can go be like oh yeah i'm meeting with like this random friend of mine from from like college that she hit me up like no like who? Who's that? I don't even know if I <laughs> who's care, but I, I feel like don't but, don't disrespect exactly. Me. Don't make me look like a fool outside. As long right. as you're not doing that, we're right. good. We're exactly. good to go. Yeah, I think friendships are are extremely important, like in relationships. Um, yeah, and I had another incident where it was my first um, girl drama, like friendship drama. In, in South Carolina where I it caught me off guard. I had never had a drama with a girl before like that. Um, like we were like all together whatever and then all of a sudden it turns out that the guy that she was interested in which I didn't know about became interested in me. <laughs> mm. So I was like whoa so I didn't know I was blind mm-hmm. to their interest or her interest to him. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm involved in this drama. <laughs> and then I'm like, another episode wait. Friendship drama. Because- yeah. So that's, 
That was a, yeah, we can. It's jealousy. Definitely. And it caught me off guard because this person actually like uh, played a big role in introducing me to this group. So like, you know, I was like I was telling you, I I guess the the men kind of like introduced me more like kind of like we're we're easier to like be like, okay, this is our group, like hang out or whatever. Um, and then she was the first girl that was like, oh my God, yeah, like, let's hang out. Like, do you want to come and, and get dressed up together? Do you want to come and get ready together? And all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, this is fantastic. And all of a sudden, flip flop. And I found out that the minute that I went on a date with this guy that I had no idea was her un un. Spoken her, guy. That was her man. That was a closet <laughs> man, right? Uh, the minute that that happened, uh, she started talking about me around the group. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, what? And they were like, yeah, you went after her man or whatever. And I was like, I go after anybody. <laughs> like, I didn't go after anybody. That person asked me on a date and I went. Like, I was like, Girl, and it actually went well. So... <laughs> If you would have told my mama about that, it's my mom so would be funny. like, "She's jealous." Yeah, she's jealous. Yeah, and, these and are the reasons like, why. like I said, I don't hold any grudges because like it all got worked out. And basically, what I did is I did what I knew to be right, and I was like, everybody that came to everybody kind of like took my side. In a way, mm-hmm. like everybody that I would ask, I was like, what is she saying about me? Like, what? And I would be like, no, that's wrong. Like, this is what happened. And they were like, I never doubted that. Like, I know that you were on the right. And I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like kept going with my thing. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, situations like that help reveal who's who the real, person who, is. Do you really know me? Exactly. Do you really know what my like, character what? is? Because... What 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 yeah. are you even talking about? Yeah. So you know, like friendships are so, I mean, so complex. There's so yeah. many different layers to them. People, I think that's what it really is. We didn't we didn't touch a little bit about like, um, I find guy friendships interesting. Like what do you mean? like how guys have their friendships. I find them interesting. I've never really thought much about it. I have it's really, kind of weird. I have lots of thoughts. Okay. That I will not share. Okay. <laughs> Only because... We'll keep it to another episode. We'll have to, we'll have to really think <laughs> through that. But yeah, men friendship dynamics are very different. So different. From women dynamic friendships. And I even think in today's age female friendships are different yeah you know um than what i would constitute as something or someone that i would want in my core circle that's around me in my ear stuff like that because the people that i want around me the people that i'm hanging out with I've already, I, I think I told you about this. I mm-hmm. want us to be able to go on vacation where the first three days of our vacation, we're, we're making business plans. Mm-hmm. We're talking about who's going to invest in what business and everybody comes with a pitch about a business. And I agree with heard. that. Like now uh, my friendships. Yeah. Yeah. And we talk about everything. We talk about finances. We talk about promotions at work. We talk about, um, 
you know, advancements, career advancements. We talk about um, sometimes like the real side of the relationships we're in, like, because, you know, like, yeah, you don't, it depends on who, but you don't really share. You gotta like, be careful who yeah, you share with. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, like, I appreciate, like, some of my friends that, you know, have had long relationships that are married now that tell me, like, oh, girl, you're not alone in that. Like, it's not all flowers and roses. Like, you're not all happy. Check. Like, it's giving me, it's not a fairy tale. We don't, we don't live in fairy tale relationships anymore. Like, that is not reality. Um, and it's good to grow together, right? Like, it's, it's good. And it's good to get down to the real, real. Like, I don't want to have to fake it. If if we end up in a conversation where we're talking about money and I'm talking to you about how much you make and how much I make, why am I intimidated by that? Right. Because my story and my journey yeah. is never an infringement yeah. upon your story and yeah. your journey. And, yes. Thank you. And jealousy is out of the question. Like, I don't feel jealous for any of my friends' accomplishments. Yeah. Like, at all. Like, clap clap there you go like yes have it for you you deserve it like it's not a comp i'm never in a competition we can be competitive and be respectful like we may be so especially in a corporate environment where we may be going for the same job I'm still going to tell you good luck and yeah. I'm still going to tell you that I get it. But when I go home at night and I'm praying I'm gonna to give the Lord you Jesus and stuff, because like that's it. And you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't you getting it or me getting it doesn't minimize the person that you are or like our and friendship. It doesn't and our, take like, away from my story or my journey. Exactly. Rejection is protection. That job was for you. And I can't be upset because I didn't get it. I may have wanted it so bad, but there was something that was in it that wasn't for me. Yeah. And so there's no reason, there's no rhyme or reason to be upset behind the advancement of someone else. A hundred percent. What's your quote of the day, girl? So my quote is, let me find it. It is, the older you get, the more you choose calm over conflict and distance over disrespect. Drama becomes intolerable to you and your peace becomes your ultimate priority. You start surrounding yourself with people who are good for your mental health, heart and soul. Heavy on, don't tolerate the disrespect. Yeah. You will get chopped in the trachea over disrespect. No lie. So my quote is, I hope you have the patience and and strength to wait for what you really deserve and don't entertain anything less than that. Everything soon will fall into place. Trust in the divine timing. Divine timing. Divine timing. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Yeah. So we are coming to an end of episode four how are you feeling about you know everything we want to shout out to the fact that we've gotten over 200 plays and listens on spotify thank you so much for tuning in every single episode we're so grateful for all of the followers that have followed the podcast and that have been participating and giving us feedback we need that feedback now don't come talking to us crazy now but we do need some tidbits (laughs) on how to improve no but let us know so one thing that i do want to know is let us know what topics um you want us to talk about we're always open to talk about any topics like if there's something in your mind just let us know 
Um, we will continue to pop out great topics for you and we do have episode five and six already drafted mm-hmm. um Catherine so we're is telling you our business y'all she really i don't to- but i want to i want to give them a preview of what's to come <laughs> <laughs> she wants y'all to be ready and prepared we exactly. have some really good content coming up over the next couple of months before we end out the year and we're really excited yeah. for you all to join in on the journey and thank you for coming this far um, make sure you like, subscribe, follow, send to you to your auntie name, your cousin name, all your family, friends, anybody that you meet on the street, shout us out. At Liberated Libations. There you go. Boom. Love you. Bye. Bye.